From the ashes grows the new world, grows something better, something stronger, more resilient, something that learned from the previous collapse. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how America is declining. And it's been on the decline for a while. But the thing about the internet is it speeds things up. Something that used to took take 20, 30 years can now be done or happen in five. It's actually exponentially getting faster. Things speed up way, way, way faster and they continually get faster. It's kind of like uh, exponential growth. You know, for 30 days, or I should say 29 days, the lily pond has almost no lilies on it. And then on day 30, the pond is covered in lilies. It's compound growth, compounding speed. So what we're seeing since 2020 is things got crazy and that took like a year. And then 2021, it's getting crazier by let's say the month. And then probably by 2022, it'll get crazier by the week. And then eventually it'll get crazier by the day. And then it'll get crazier by the minute and the second. And then the thing will implode. That's kind of what's happening right now. And that's probably what's going to happen in the next, I don't know, five years. Whether we get through this at all, actually, is going to be a big, big maybe. And what that's going to look like, I don't know. But let's talk about kind of why that is. And then I'll give you some call to actions about what you can do. Because from collapse, there is always opportunity. There will be a select group of humans that actually get stronger and end up better off on the other side of whatever we're venturing into. And if you're listening to me, it's likely that it at least interests you. You're not somebody that wants you to sit at home and feel good about eating your junk food and watching the mainstream media and your mindless entertainment. You're here because you want to take control of your life. You want to control your thinking. You want to find truth, even if that's inconvenient, even if that is painful. Here's a quote. This is kind of long, and I just found it. I don't know the book. I don't know the person. I'm just going to read it. A growing sense of unease presently pervades the American consciousness. Americans are no longer as confident in their nation and self-assured as they once were. A sense of frustration and anger underscores American consciousness. Americans are looking over our shoulder at other emerging economic juggernauts and wondering if we can still be world's social, political, and economic leader when Congress cannot even manage to balance the national budget. It's a good question, isn't it? (laughs) The thought that we are diminishing in stature in the eyes of the international community constantly torments Americans. Faded glory strikes a crippling blow to the American psyche. Analogous to an aging beauty queen, America might still possess a golden crown, but she lost her luster. In an eroding empire, Americans feel like second-class citizens in the Union of Nations. And that is from, I think, a book called Dead Toad Scrolls. That's what it says here. Kilroy Oldster. I have no idea what the book's about. It's not a recommendation or endorsement because I don't even know what the book's about or who the person is. But I found it when I typed in Google America's Decline Quote. So I wanted to find something pertinent to today's topic, and that's what I found. And if you're just joining, I'm Colin Sucker. This is a Better Human Podcast. We're here completely uncensored. We don't give a shit about anybody or anyone outside of us. We're not influenced by mainstream media or propping up some broken status quo. In fact, Every passing day, I get more aggressive and wanting to expose it all. That's why you'll see me opening up more. And I feel it is more and more my duty to wake people up, show them what information is out there, get them to think for themselves. And then what they do with that or don't do with that information is entirely up to them. It's almost certain that you're not going to agree with everything I say. That's perfectly fine. And I would encourage you to stick around regardless. Because that is part of the opening 
growing, self-awareness promoting human mind that you have. It's one that can constantly face conflicting, even painful, inconvenient facts, information, truisms, conspiracy theories, whatever you want to call it. It's just information. And some of it's going to conflict with what you think you know or what you want to know. Playing right there at the edge of that, at the edge of your consciousness and your belief system and constantly poking it and venturing out and stepping over the line is exactly where you need to be if you want to grow. And I promise you, if you want to survive, what's going to happen next? If you're an American or even just all over the world, you want to be right there because you won't be able to see what's happening, even though it's happening right in front of your eyes, because the mainstream media and the political apparatus and your community of other Sheep-like followers, I know it's pejorative to say that, but the reality is most people are sheep. They are plugged into the matrix and they have no idea. And I want to help them. I don't feel superior to them. I'm just further along this journey. And I've seen things and experienced things that have opened my eyes to be able to get here. I wish none of this happened. I have kids. This is a big risk to our future. I don't want the world to be this way. But if I just pretend it's not this way, then I'm just like anyone else. And I'm going to be just another statistic potentially at a time in human history, in which shit got really crazy really fast, and most people had no idea it was coming, and some people were prepared and ready, and some got better off after the collapse and the transformation or the reset or whatever you want to call it. So stick around, is my point. <sighs> Today's America on the Decline. This is a piece I wrote, and I will be posting this on the website, thebetterhuman.co, and make sure you get in the newsletter every other day, daily dose, or every other day dose, I should say, of content to help you become a better human, to think better, practical things too, to help you prep and survive and just information to make you a more worldly, knowledgeable, open-minded, self-aware, awesome, badass mofo of a human. That's what I want for you because that is the only way that we can stymie the ever encroaching trend of totalitarianism and tyranny that those in power, that they're after. They call it a great reset, but all it really means is they want to keep things the way they are so they can keep their power and control because what's happening with the internet and Bitcoin is they're actually losing their power and control. We're moving to decentralization. That's what the internet sprouted. It's going to be integral to the next epoch of humanity. And those that benefit from the power control and those that benefit from the system where you could basically tell the reporters what to say in mainstream media and feed it to the journalists and newspapers, whatever, and then they promote your narrative. And then you use that to control people and they vote a certain way and they pay taxes. And then you can have your wars and you can say it's about terrorism or it's about this or about whatever. They want to prop that system up. They've perfected it. They can create crisis after crisis and use it to take more from you. FEMA, Patriot Act, basically shreds the constitution up. If there's a quote unquote emergency that they can literally manufacture themselves. They're going to write books about American, like the American imperialistic playbook, but also how to control 300 million Americans and convince them that they're the best and amazing. So that if you go and kill somebody in another country, if they have brown skin, you convince 300 million Americans that that's okay because it's in the name of freedom or some other loosely connected bullshit narrative. <laughs> the U.S. government is on the decline. The state is a mafia. Pay us to protect you. And if we don't, we throw you in jail. That's the threat of violence. Democracy is a fraud that purports to give power to the people. All it does is give power to a select group of people, politicians, and of course their shadowy, elite, rich people like, you know, behind closed doors, whatever. They're there no matter what you 
think they are what they're called or whether you think and that's conspiracy, they are there. There are people with lots and lots of money and power that pull the strings of humanity. And these people that are on TV telling you they're doing things for you, to protect you, to protect your children, to protect our borders, to protect our economy, blah, 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 blah. They are nothing more than actors that appeal to a certain group of people. And they use that appealing to these people, which is just propaganda. They convince them that they're marginalized or they're victimized or that the government should protect them, that they're at risk. And they use that to basically buy votes. And of course, they use lots of money to get votes too, because that's what the lobbying is. And that's what the two-party system is. It's a big multi-billion dollar business, basically. And these actors, these politicians go on TV and they say all these things. They blame certain people and they use the right trigger words and they, you know, they are charismatic in a way and whatever. They are actors. They don't say what they really think. They don't tell you who they're really working for or trying to get power for or what laws they're writing and who for. The two-party system has been infiltrated by major corporate interests, but even beyond the corporate interests, actual individuals that are basically like many corporations with the amount of resources and power they have. When you can control a major media network that can push out news, quote unquote, to hundreds of millions of people and potentially billions around the world, you have like a pretty amazing tool for convincing the world of whatever you want them to be convinced of. This is why the mainstream media has become the propaganda arm of the U.S. government. And now Big Pharma has become the medical cartel arm of the government. And they're all working together to all support each other towards their ends, which is about control, power, and controlling a narrative that maintains that control and power. Democracy, by default, descends into mob rule. It will always destroy itself given enough time. This is the only hope I have. I just hope it doesn't take another 40 years. John Adams said this. Remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There was never a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. This one by Benjamin Franklin. When the people find that they can vote themselves money, that will herald the end of the republic. And I actually believe he's quoting a guy that probably said before him, which is Alexander Teitler. A democracy will continue to exist until the time that voters discover that they can vote themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. Now think about democracy real quick. Is that not what it is? Is it not a politician, which I call an actor, getting on a podium saying, I will give you things. I will do things. I will write laws and regulations that will benefit you, which almost always connected to money in some way. Vote for me. And then that politician gets those votes. And, you know, maybe they do some of the things they said. A lot of times they don't. It's just a literal talking point on TV. There's no actual accountability. And then people forget and they move on to the next person. And that person comes up and does the same thing. Now, here is the thing about these politicians, these actors, is they always have to be doing something. They got to feel like they're important. They, they got to write bills and regulations and laws and do that. And this is why governments over time, as John Adams says, they always commit suicide because they write law after law after law. They continually increase the budget deficit. They can't balance anything because they don't know how to stop doing things or retract things. They're always about the next new shiny object because that's what garners votes. You promise people things, then they forget. And the next time around, you promise them other things. And they keep adding to this Frankenstein, this blob that keeps growing. This is why it will kill itself. It will commit suicide. But a lot of people are going to suffer in the process. And this is exactly what's happening in America. We spend 
I think right now it's about $7 trillion, and the government brings about $4 trillion in, in tax revenue. And those numbers might be off by a few hundred billions or so. And something I thought about as I was writing this piece, too, is that every Democratic election we have hypes up this cycle of make big promises and then hurry up, get in office and do a bunch of things, try to virtue signal, whatever. So you're doing things, you're doing things, you're doing things. And every election cycle basically adds to this blob more things that it can't already support. And so the government, like the U.S. government, for example, it has the luxury of being able to print dollars. And now we're getting inflation, which is a tax on all of us, even the whole world, because a lot of the world operates in dollars. So every time they print money, our purchasing power of all our dollars goes down. It is what they call the silent tax. It's not so silent or hidden anymore. It's broad daylight. It's literally eight or nine dollars for a gallon of organic milk at the grocery store the other day. It's absolutely insane. But this is what it is. The government will do that. They will keep printing this money because we've already established they're not pulling things back. They're not fixing things. There's no accountability there. It's just about what can I promise? What can I then do or enact that creates more of a deficit? That's more money to do because that's what my entire political career is based on getting on a podium, saying, I'm going to do things, going in and trying to do things. And I don't really care whether it works or not. I just did it. And I can say, I did that. And then I can blame other people for things that they didn't do or whatever. If it doesn't work out for them and the blob grows, the blob grows. So every election we have gets us one step closer to collapse. It's actually interesting when you pick it apart and look at it that way. As I have here, I have a quote from the Declaration of Independence. So history repeats itself. This is nothing new. It's becoming painfully obvious. But here's the thing. Let me just read you this and then I'm gonna let you go for the day because we're already going over. Uh, and I'll give you the the call to action. I mean, I'm gonna be covering this a lot more because it's so important. Let me give you the three points that you need to do. You need to buy Bitcoin, you need to buy water, and you need to buy food. You need to have that. You need to have a plan B escape plan. We have enough gas in my garage to get to Mexico for all of our vehicles. Point three is you need to educate yourself and share more info to wake more citizens up, more of the people around you. You need to be asking them questions. Have them justify their narratives. If they believe in like all the craziness and masks and vaccines and all this stuff, then they need to explain and cite source material. 99% of the people will not be able to do that because they don't read. They don't go to source. They hear something from somebody on TV or even like somebody around them or a friend or whatever. And then that becomes their worldview. This is how groupthink happens. And it is probably the greatest defect of our species. Let me read this for you. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. There's a second part here, but I'm not going to read that. But it says here in the de- Declaration, which is what America is built on, that when government becomes destructive to these ends, which I think it's happened a long time ago, just with the destructive money, government is a parasite. But with this new vaccine mandate nonsense, we're so far beyond that. We're so far beyond the government, you know, maybe being destructive to these ends. The government is infringing and has been for a long time on millions and millions and millions of people. 
and we have throughout the world on billions. Every time we've fought some war because we said it was for terrorism or this or that, when really it was for uh, power and control and resources. Government detached from the Constitution and what America was founded on probably sometime around the creation of uh, the Federal Reserve, sometime around the early kind of banking privatized banking stuff, which Hamilton was a big proponent of. Of course, Hamilton didn't have history and he had he was very idealistic and he thought a lot, a lot of these things were work, would work, but he was wrong. Big government is not the answer. Small limited government is the answer, if at all. I know it's inconvenient. I know I'm saying things that might not be convenient. And I know that you're just sitting there and you like might get fired up a little bit or a little bit angry or here and there, or maybe even disagree with something like I say, like whatever. And you're going to go back to your life once you click out of this and you're going to do the same average things you do follow the same average routines maybe you'll buy some bitcoin that will at least be probably the best thing you've ever done swanbitcoin.com slash colin stuckert that also supports the show but it's what i use i highly recommend it Uh, maybe you'll get some water and food i really hope you do what then are you just going to boil away like a frog in slowly simmering water that's increasing temperature? Are you going to boil away your freedoms a little bit every month or year because that's just what's going on? Because that's already where we're at. I actually didn't pay attention to politics until 2020. I I still don't care about politics, but I do care about what the government is doing, especially as it's come so close to our family and restricting us and flying and things like that. I mean, fortunately, I'm not in this system. I don't you know, work for an employer where they would have to abide by some of these ridiculous mandates or anything. But it'd be pretty scary if I was, because I'm kind of afraid what I would do. I don't know. I just, I just hope maybe there's something. Maybe, maybe you go into a deep rabbit hole of research. You start researching libertarianism. You start researching history. Maybe you want to dive into history of vaccines. I highly recommend you do that. If you actually want to know how corrupt and broken all of it is, just look at the history of vaccines and the medical establishment, and then how that led to the creation of Big Pharma. And in fact, even if you don't want to go there, go into the corruption behind big food in the food pyramid. If you're listening to me, you probably already get that. That's how I built my my early uh, content was around the destructive fakeness that is the food pyramid and everything that doctors tell you about nutrition. (laughs) Sick care versus healthcare. We know how corrupt and broken it is. It's a trillion, probably multi-trillion dollar industry. I don't have a clear call to action today. It's just something to think about. Lots of things to think about. But there are things you can do. Arm yourself with knowledge. Arm yourself with physical tools and resources. Arm yourself with the strongest money ever created, Bitcoin. Something that can go with you anywhere. The government wants to try to come after Bitcoin, good freaking luck. It's not going to happen. Especially if you do it a certain way and you can use CoinJoin and two-factor and multi-sig, like all these different things. It's basically impossible for them to get it from you. You can even have a setup where you memorize your seed phrase in your head and then you destroy it so that the only way to get your Bitcoin is from your brain. We got a lot of hard times ahead and I like optimistic content and like I'm still going to focus on like things to do, but I do need to highlight the craziness from time to time. I don't like doing it all the time because, you know, I feel like our negativity bias buys into that and I feel like it also can turn off some people that might be kind of on the fence if they just hear like doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. I'm also not a prepper that I believe I need to live in the woods. Although 
that's actually becoming more of a uh, likely scenario, to be honest. I want to enjoy the comforts of modern society and be an urban citizen, but I can't just accept things will remain they've been. The writing is on the wall. So if I stick my head in the sand, I put my family at risk and it would be nobody's fault but my own. Same thing for you. If you don't prepare, if you don't, and again, it's not like you have to change your life completely. There's a lot of things you can do to sleep a lot better at night. There's a lot of things you can do where you basically get them done and you're more prepared than 99.99% of uh, Americans, for example, or even just all of humanity in most cases. So just do that work. Do that work. Understand why you're doing it. Dive into whatever rabbit holes interest you. You know, start taking the red pills, they say. Start waking up to the reality of things that are going on. Get on the Better Human newsletter, thebetterhuman.co. You'll get more of all this plus future shows and subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. I'm going to be here for you anytime I can help in any way. You can always reach out to me, find me, and let's keep going in the right direction, all of us, because this is going to be a group effort. And we are building a community outside of Austin, Texas. So stay tuned if you're interested in that, maybe being a member or an owner, there's some options that we're building. We're going to try to create an economic model that is available to people that live in Austin and nearby and those that don't as well as those that want to live full-time, as well as those that want to just come sometimes and have the security of being able to go somewhere if things really do hit the fan and it actually being a cool place to go and not just like hippies living, you know, in the, in the woods with, uh, you know, their, their guns and and dry food stuff. (laughs) I want it to be an actual awesome place. So that's what we're trying to do because then we can get as many urbanites as possible back into nature, back into being more robust and resilient against this craziness and more able to opt out. And like, that's how we're going to change things. It's going to change one person at a time, but we have to give them an option that is so much freaking better than what they currently have. Otherwise people will default to what they currently have because that's easier. It's what they know. It's comfortable. And to overcome inertia and do something crazy, like even something like changing where you buy your food, stop buying from the grocery store, buy from a local farmer, et cetera. Like even that for most people is a huge leap. So that's what I'm working on. It's going to be, it's tentatively called the Sovereign One Project, but it is Sovereign Humans. We have sovereignhumans.org. The website isn't up yet, but more will be coming soon. That's it for today. I'll see you in the next one.